Can you not hear me? Can you hear me now? Oh my gosh. All right, so I'm have to proper lips here. All right, baby girl. Oh my gosh, you're disgusting. Hey, baby girl, let me tell you something one time real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's much louder. It's better. Headphones, it's a lot better. Hello? Yeah, now I can hear myself. Now I can. I think it was this that was a problem because I just adjusted it. Oh, wait. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey, girl. It's your girl. Hey. Hello. (laughs) Boy. (laughs) Now go play some smooth jams. Smooth jams. Okay, let's go. Boom. Boom. Boom, 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 Hi guys and welcome to the 12th episode of Level Up with Lou. It's your girl Lou Oni. Hope you guys are doing good. Um, hope you guys are doing a... And I, oh, for God's doing sake. Doing a madness. <laughs> oh, doing the madness. <laughs> Just say hey, it's Level Up with Lou I'm joined with. Or like, yeah. I don't get know straight why. to hope it. Hope you guys are well. I'm joined yeah. with well, Gemma, the left. greatest, and Maronica. Okay. Hi guys and welcome to the 12th episode of Level Up with Lou. It's your girl, Lee Oni. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, today I'm joined here with... Gemma. Morena Kay. And who are these people? These are one of my closest friends. Um, yeah, I said one. Two. <laughs> you say one? <laughs> you said one. Are we half? They're basically two in one. You know them ones. Okay. But these are um, Operation Pepper Mall. Yeah. And they've literally been with me through my whole um, time at university. So I met Morena Kay first year, first term actually. At, uh, was it small group? Yeah, yeah, it's like breakfast one, church small group. So that's how I know Marina Kay and Gemma mm-hmm. was on my course. Well, she's graduating now. Yeah, she's a graduate nurse. You know, yeah. But yeah, so I met Gemma through nursing, and yeah, these people have literally just been with me <laughs> through thick and thin. <laughs> and yeah, it's been it's been an interesting journey with them. So I'm glad to have them on here actually. So thanks for coming on, guys. It's cool. Glad to be my here. pleasure. How are you guys doing? Good. Like I finished uni now, so just relaxing, which Woo! is good. Yeah. Well, not uni. Literally, just this one degree. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, There's this two one. more years of my no, second. She's got two degrees. Yeah, but well, you achieved something two. though. Yeah, something great. Well done. Thank you. How about you, Gemma? I'm well. Bear in mind, Gemma came 40 minutes late. Look, so you should I'm be sleeping. well. <laughs> <laughs> I snoozed my alarm. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I had Did a you good have a night shift yesterday. No, I had a day shift, but I was just working two shifts, and then you know when you get home. Okay. Your feet are swollen. Fair. No, I just need to sleep. <laughs> How's nurse life? Oh my God, it's hard, you know. Yeah? It is actually hard. I'm enjoying it, but it's hard. It's hard. What would you say is like the hardest bit about being a nurse right now? Uh, ooh. Something they didn't tell you when you were a student. Okay, what did they not tell me? Uh, look out for yourself mm. instead of other people around you. Because I feel like as students, we're always like trying to please. But when you're actually like in the job, you have to make sure that you get your shit done. Yeah. And to a good level. Or it's like, what was the point? Mm. 12 hours of what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this yeah. True. Probably that or, uh, I don't know. The parents are hard. Yeah? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't want to do children's nursing. Like, I don't know, the pressure from parents. Because <laughs> you're looking after their child. So yeah. it's like, it's a different level. At it's least like level. with adults, you can kind of communicate to them. Yeah. But you're looking after someone's child. Like their child is their everything. Yeah. Yeah. They expect so. certain things and you're just like... It's fair enough. And they're very that's involved, aren't they, as well? Yeah, they're involved, and I think that's great. When parents are involved, it makes the job a lot easier. Yeah. Because it's like having another member of the team, but yeah, that's no, great. That's good. So, Maronica, how was your journey here? Yeah, it was good. Came from London today, just fine. Yeah? Yeah. So, do you want to tell us a bit about who you met on your journey? So, at Leon in Victoria, <laughs> <laughs> there was a really hot worker there, so... Ooh, yeah. Yes. You got the digits? No, I did not. I just got oh, my gosh. Thai green curry and went back on my way. You fumbled the bag. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> what did you look like? Huh? What did you look like? Black, brown eyes. Yeah. This is so generic. Like, Let's be specific. He, he was a general black number. boy. I'm He's sorry. Toned, like, nice trim. Yeah. He was in uniform. Okay. Mm, nice trim? Yeah. yeah. Nice trim. Okay. <laughs> That's good though. Mm. Would you, like, if you saw someone at like, the workplace that you liked, would you guys ever like make, make moves? Move? Of course. When they're like, I'll be like, oh, you cute. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I like guys to approach me. So I don't know if I'll be really like... They approach you at work. Yeah, obviously, yeah, no, but what I'm trying to say is that I wouldn't... You in that situation, I'd be like, okay, nothing can be done. Do you know what I mean? I would just yeah. walk away. I would appreciate it and then go home. It's not like that deep for me to be loitering around his workplace. <laughs> <laughs> for me to wait to be fishy. Yeah, I'm just like, you appreciate you go home again. It's not that deep. <laughs> you know, I was coming in every day. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I'm so done. Right, so today, guys, I wanted to talk about um, making the most of your 20s mm-hmm. and talk about, like, the different experiences we have in our 20s and, mm-hmm. yeah, just talk a bit about, like, the pressures we have, um, like, ways to make your 20s count, mm-hmm. um, talk about, like, you know, stuff that's holding us back in our 20s, mm-hmm. um, and then friendships and relationships and stuff like that. So first I wanted to start with talking about this book I'm currently reading. So it's called The Defining Decade, Why Your 20s Matter. Have you guys heard of it before? No, never. No. So it's actually a really good book. Um, So it's basically um, to do with the importance of your 20s and like letting people understand that like, your 20s are literally like the defining decade of your adulthood Mm. she talks about the fact that like 80% of your um most defining moments happen like by the time you're 35 and that like two-thirds of like your lifetime wage growth happens in the first 10 years 10 years of your career and as we all know like most people graduate uni by 21 22 Mm. so think about that's like 10 years so like we're having like a 32 33 Mm. you know like a lot of what's gonna you know drive you to where you want to be in terms of like your um money would have happened within those 10 years and it's just crazy thing that like um Sometimes we see, like, our 20s as, like, time to, like, experiment, have fun, which is true. It is, like, it is a time to just, like, you know, get to know yourself as well. But she just, like, reminds us that, like, yes, experience stuff. Yes, yes, have fun. Yes, experiment. But at the same time, you need to, like, be intentional about what you're doing and informed about your choices. Mm. So she she also talked about um, the fact that, obviously, female fertility peaks at 28 and then the fact that, like, your 20-something-year-old brain is still developing. So, like, um, the frontal lobe is still developing, which is basically where, like, you're thinking, organising, problem-solving, um, emotional and behavioural um, patterns. That's where it happens. So she was saying that, like, 
because your brain is changing so much at that point that it's better now to change whatever like habits you want to change and um whatever like things you want to alter of yourself it's better to do it then than to wait till you're older and more set in your ways mm. in your 20s is like the decade where your personality changes the most in your whole really? life yeah I, 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 I don't I, th- I feel like it's like secondary school sort of thing like after that period so I feel like in secondary school you don't really know who you are that much then I don't know I feel like the beginning of uni sort of thing that's but you guys me personally, bear yeah. in mind that we're still in our early 20s I guess so. maybe by the late 20s yeah exactly yeah. that's you're saying that like yeah to be fair I'm only 22 there's only been two years <laughs> okay. like, oh, no I'm a pro there's only two years I know all about this <laughs> I've been trying to let me just remain pim so apparently <laughs> but that's what she said she said basically yeah. that like um, that it changes the most during that period. So, like, from your early 20s to your late 20s mm. is going to be a big difference. Okay, yeah. Is what I can she's see basically that, yeah. saying. Yeah. And that, like, um, half of the people in the world are married, dating, or living with their future partner by the age of 30. So, basically, the whole point of me talking about all these different little things I've talked about is just to kind of, like... Um, just to kind of explain as to why maybe your 20s might be important and why like you know it's not just about going on a trip to Bali or like dating several people left right and centre like sometimes it's actually about like being wise and you know just getting to know yourself but at the same time keeping in mind the fact that like this is like your prime time as well definitely Um, so she was like the um, 20s like what you do in your 20s is going to have a major impact like on the rest of your life Mm. and like even your like generation and stuff that like in your 20s you're basically deciding your life now and I did a poll on Instagram Um, obviously like Instagram people on Instagram that don't most people don't reply to me on Instagram (laughs) but the ones that did I asked um, I said how important are your 20s your life trajectory and 83% of people that voted said that they are very important so I was like okay cool maybe like I'm not the only one thinking that there's this like obviously that pressure to like you know make your 20s count and make and do as much as you can during your 20s so that like you're not like where you don't want to be at your 30s so I guess my first question to you guys is um do you feel like there's pressure to have your life all together by 30 of course I don't think there is yeah I think there is, and I think this pressure is like almost added by. I'm not, I sound like such an old person by by social media, <laughs> by Instagram. <laughs> but it's like it is because you see so many people doing well, mm. and you're only going to post what is good. Yeah. So then you start to feel like you're not doing that much, and then you're like, oh man, like this person has got their own house by 25, and mm. I'm here still renting or living with my parents, or I'm working this dead job, and I hate what I'm doing. Da, da, da. So you're like. I want to be there and I don't know how. Mm. And then you're just a bit like, well, how's that going to happen? And I want to be there at 30 or Mm. whatever, but I'm kind of like, okay, that pressure is there, but you don't actually have to have it fully done. And I think my mum is a really good example. Love her. We're like really close and all of that. And she is what? She's just turned 50 and she's only just got her dream job. Wow. So I'm kind of like, do you know what? 
she's lived this life she's enjoyed she's got her kids she's got her husband even though that's not the only thing that makes her whatever Mm -hmm. but it is a big part of your life and she's so happy now and she has been so happy in the past so I'm kind of like do you know what it'll be nice to Mm -hmm. have a lot of things by 30 but I just want to be happy Mm -hmm. by the time I'm 30 but I don't have to necessarily have it all together definitely I I think it's because 30 you're seen as an actual adult even Mm -hmm. though you're an adult by 21 no one looks at 21 year olds and sees them as a responsible adult but when you hear 30 like oh actually you're like a big woman or a big man sort of thing so Mm -hmm. like there's a certain level of stability that people expect you to have Mm -hmm. but then I agree with Gemma like most people live way beyond 60 so like 30 isn't even half your life yeah Yeah. to expect by 30 everything's done it's just so unrealistic that's true I agree completely like I feel like I don't know like people like think oh yeah I have to get a house by 30 I have Mm -hmm. to have kids by 30 I have to just Mm -hmm. get married by 30 and it's like go at your own pace like not everyone's gonna get to the same place and that's okay like Mm -hmm. as long as you're happy wherever you are and as long as you're making the best of whatever situation you're in now so if it's like maybe you're living at home with your parents Mm -hmm. make the best of that like be responsible save up money wherever you are yeah make the most of it Mm -hmm. like don't just like waste your time and don't just like feel like gutted that oh I'm not by this place just because all your friends are yeah. But saying that, I'm not going to lie. I'm the one sitting now at home crying, being like, oh, I wish I was this, I wish I was that. <laughs> but actually, do you know what? Like, I think, I think as long as you're doing what you need to do, you'll still get to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you might be delayed on others. But even look at, for example, like someone like Donald Trump. Like, he is he in his 70s? We're not going to talk about <laughs> him. This is not a political podcast. He's in his 70s. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's mad old. But the point I is that no he idea. became president at 70 or whatever, whatever. I don't know how old he is exactly. But in his 70s, whereas some people became president at what, 30 or not, okay, not 30, let's say 40. Like yeah. 45, let's mm. say. Let's say 40. Exactly. Like, yeah. Can you see like the difference? Like, yeah. He still got to where he wanted to be, even if obviously happened later on in life he mm. still got there in the end yeah so i do think it is important to um just bear that in mind as well mm. that like your path is different to everyone else's path yeah also what it means to have it all together as well and yeah like, what does that mean yeah sort of thing and like if you've read becoming by michelle obama it's such a great book yeah. <laughs> she gets to a point where she's like a lawyer she's in a high-earning job like she on paper she has like the perfect lifestyle but she isn't happy mm. so she kind of like goes in the process of like finding a new job and like mm. working out life again and it's just it's it was refreshing to see like you could have it all like on paper but then your life can change you can change as a person you can want different things you can mm. and then she became the first lady but she mm. had no idea that was coming but yeah. it's literally just like it wasn't in the plan yeah literally mm. just stay true to yourself and like mm. the next best next best step and like yeah if you just yeah listen to your intuition and stuff it'll work out but Mm. do you feel like we're more um what's it called i don't know if mature is the word but do you feel like we're more let's say immature do you feel like we're more immature than our parents generation in terms of like we're a lot of us like living at home a lot of us like still trying to figure ourselves out Mm. um still trying to travel like still trying to do a lot of like what's it called you know when they say like enjoy your youth yeah that's literally our generation like yeah. we're still doing a lot of those things but do yeah. you feel like we have less responsibility nowadays compared to our parents generation or do you feel like we're a product of our time so in terms of like the fact that the housing market you know is the housing ladder is harder to get onto mm-hmm. what do you what do you, what do you guys think about that um I feel like I personally have less responsibility than my parents just Mm. because the generation I grew up on was different. Yeah. Like things are a lot easier for me now than it was for them. Definitely. And therefore I have less responsibility. But like I wouldn't see it as like 
immaturity i think it's a good thing that we've got to this place that i have it easier i don't think mm, you should yeah. just because you struggle your children shouldn't have to struggle yeah, as well so the, yeah and i don't i don't i wouldn't want to say that it's like immature because it makes us seem like we're like yeah. like children mm. and we're not and i feel like a lot of us are going through like real adult things yeah. that we didn't actually think were going to come mm. with being 22 mm. 23 whatever like yeah. even going to uni i think mm. a lot of people their experiences was actually quite hard and we thought it was going to be quite fun yeah and um i can't even think of like one of these films you know what i mean like going on tv and you see all this stuff in like mm. american colleges and you're like it's going to be really fun all these frat parties or whatever yeah. and it turned out to be actually this is real life and what happens to this past like this next like three years is really going to count yeah but i'm like nah like i think that I don't necessarily think that it is immaturity, but I think that our priorities are very different now. Mm. And I think we're almost not selfish because that sounds quite bad, but we all kind of want to know ourselves and know what we want when a lot of our parents' generations not necessarily like rushed into things, but their ideas it's of what... choice. Yeah, yeah, like what you have to do in life is bear children mm. or for the man is you have to go and get a job and mm. find a wife or whatever. But in our generation, it's like that's not what defines you like yeah. make sure that you're happy make sure that your mental health is in check and all of that mm. and then everything else will come mm. and it will follow it'll be fine mm. and i think also the mentality was a lot more towards survival whereas like now yeah. i'm not thinking of surviving i'm just thinking like how can i do like the best i can sort of thing yeah. so it's yeah and with housing yeah the housing market is trash <laughs> like <laughs> Like my dad owns a house, but I they, I know like in London, me owning a house is literally yeah. just such a myth. Yeah. Like, yeah. But there's other places that you can live except for yeah. London. It's all right. Like you don't. But then have I to grew live... up in London, so I want to. But I want to stay there. Do you know what I mean? Fair but, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But, you know, I think a lot of people think that making it is going to get some big job in London and you own your little mm. flat or yeah, it's going to be a little flat in London. And mm. then it's like, OK, that's it. But really, there's a lot of this world that mm. there is to explore. Yeah. But we're kind of thinking quite like. Yeah. Narrow. I think for me, I just want to be in my family. Like if I grew up somewhere else, I'd be like, yeah, I want to be there. Yeah, like, yeah I want to be in Brighton. Yeah, like, whatever. Get out of here. Flee <laughs> <laughs> the nest. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that completely. Like, I was talking to my friend the other day, and she was complaining to me that, like, her parents basically want her to have, like, a proper job. She feels that she's been called to ministry. So, obviously, that doesn't earn you much money. So, that's yeah. in terms of, like, the church. She feels like working for the church is what she's been called to. And then she does, like, babysitting job on the side as well. Mm -hmm. But she's just fed up of, like, her parents, like, pressuring her to, like, do these jobs and, like, be at this certain point when this is not what she feels like she needs to be yeah. mm. so i guess like my point with all that is that i don't know obviously like our parents had a lot more to deal with so it sounds like some of them had to migrate from different countries yeah. some mm. of them had to have kids do you know what i mean like mm. all these serious things yeah. mom had my mom had me at 27 so like obviously before that like she'd already been like working hard you know independent mm. on her own mm. had her own place so mm. she just feels like she hasn't put any pressure on me per se, mm. but obviously you can kind of tell like there's like this like... Expectation. Like, okay, like what are you doing? Yeah. Now? You know, like obviously like by this point, okay, cool, you should be here and you should be there. Mm. Yeah. And it's like you kind of like reflect this on like, oh, like maybe I'm not doing as well as I should be. Mm. You know, like, because obviously the thing about me is like, I don't want to rush into anything and then end up regretting and that's definitely, yeah, definitely. regretting and being unhappy. Like yeah. I genuinely want to do what is best for me mm. in terms of like like um long term. So even like even like career and stuff, 
like your parents can advise you and stuff like that but at the same time if that's what you're called to do that's what you're called to do Literally. like it's actually not by force like <sighs> and also like you'll make money where your passion is Definitely. Like, think it of depends. like McVitie's, Bix- McVitie's biscuits. They make so much money. But if you used to say, Oh, I want to make biscuits for a living to your mum, mm. they'll be like, What are you doing? Are you doing? Mm. Do you know what I mean? But, like, if you're passionate about something, you can find a way to make money. The people depends, in ministry though. that make money. But what I'm trying to say is there are ways of doing things if mm. you care that much. Like, there are loads of people that are in ministry, but yeah. like sell books and do events and they make money. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's just like you have to put your happiness first because your job becomes your life as an adult. And yeah. if you do not like that job, then your life is just trash yeah it's crap like why mm. would you put yourself through that but what's that the point true. what age do you feel like is like you should be financially stable by like what at which point do you feel like like you can pay your rent bills mm. your living expenses without help from anybody at which point which age do you think you should be able to do that by i don't think there's an age yeah like, and when you have the responsibility <laughs> so like mm. even at uni you need to make sure you budget with your mm. student finance to be yeah. able to pay those bills mm. without having to rely on anyone within reason if you do get enough like student finance i think when opportunity presents, like you should be ready for it. I don't think there's like a certain age. Age, yeah, yeah. Mm. But some people are doing it now. Yeah. Some people don't have to do it now. Yeah. Some people will do it in ten years mm. or whatever. But mm. it just have whatever. Yeah. Situation that you're in. And everyone's coming from different places. Like some Definitely. people's parents like are rich and stuff, so That's they can true. be in that position. But if you haven't got any support, then you're mm. unlikely to be financially stable early on. Yeah. Mm. That's true. So, what do you guys think about having like an imaginary lifetime? Um, timeline so in terms of like you know the whole 25 obviously 21 graduate Mm -hmm. graduate 25 get married 30 have your kids have your house like what do you guys think about all that I think that's good I think it's it's nice to have something to work to Mm. and it almost pushes you to carry on in your job or whatever it is that you're doing so you have some sort of passion do you know what I mean but also I think it can be quite dangerous if it's not realistic and Mm. that's not saying that oh you cannot do it but if you put too much pressure on yourself and you say I have to be married with kids with my own house and a dog by 25 you're like is that really gonna happen in the next three years Mm. but I do think that you're like that you should kind of have some sort of goal Mm. to work towards yeah because then it can it can make you more productive Mm. in a way because you know what I mean so yeah, you're you like not working towards yeah. nothing because yeah. I think once times get hard or whatever and whatever mm. it is that you're doing it's really easy to give up but if you've got something to work towards you're like okay no I'm doing this because this because mm. I want to have a stepping stone for this or whatever yeah. I think that really does help mm. but I don't necessarily have like a I don't know up to 60 I probably have the next like I don't know 10 years because you don't know what's going to happen yeah like, the way you think the way I thought my life would be is definitely not the way mm-hmm. it it's is very now. different yeah so like you can't predict too much mm-hmm. obviously you can like work on like achieving your goals and like have like a plan for yourself yeah but life gets in the way like, yeah definitely I think you can have a plan yeah but I don't think you have to have a deadline for it because once you miss that deadline Mm. that stress that comes with it it's like it's a bit too much but say i want to get to this and it will come yeah at Mm. some point yeah what do you think why yeah i think it's very it's definitely really good to be ambitious and driven and everything but again i do agree with Gemma, like you about when you have a date attached to it 
it can just create so much pressure and anxiety because you get to that point where you're meant to achieve this goal and it's just mm. like, oh my gosh, I haven't done that. Yeah. And realistically, we do not know what's going to happen in our lives. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to have general life goals about like, I want to achieve this and this and this and every day find ways in which like, you can work towards them in your current circumstances. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of always doing something about it, but to not attach so much pressure to them and also be flexible to change because mm. things can change very quickly. Mm. Yeah. It's easier said than done to be yeah. like, not not to add that much pressure and stuff yeah. to it. Because I feel like we've all got this like pressure Definitely. on our backs. Definitely. But, um, but yeah, I think no, we have I literally a timeline, like yeah, two years yeah. <laughs> on your wall. Like, yeah, by force by fire, like, like countdown on your yeah. phone every day. You wake up, you see it, and it's like 154 yeah. days to go, that and it's like so no. Dumb. But no, and that's yeah. the thing. That's why you have people that are in like marriages and relationships are not happy because exactly. the goal was to be in a relationship rather than okay, I'll just wait until I find someone I want. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like yeah. I was it meant can... to be married by now. Yeah. Like, oh. Anyone? Anyone? Oh, single? <laughs> But it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) No shade. (laughs) I said no shade. But um, actually, talking about relationships, do you guys feel like it's wise to be in an early, I said early, in a serious relationship in your early 20s? Or do you feel like it's kind of your time to like date casually, get to know different people, get to know what you want as a person? Uh, I think it, it depends. I feel like if you meet someone that you vibe with, you can't really be like, hold that thought. Come back <laughs> in five years. <laughs> when I found myself and I've done my host spree, like, nah, if I meet someone and it's good, I'll vibe with you, continue to grow and stuff. And it's a big, I feel like relationships are big lessons anyway. Mm. So you can't put that thing of, okay, now I vibe with this person, this is going to be my husband. But I do think that your 20s should be for you finding yourselves. And yeah. even if you do have that partner that you feel like, oh, I could see a future with this person, don't get lost in the source and be like, okay, I'm going to now mould myself to this person's mm. ideal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. change your life to like, fit them. I'm not going like... to change my life to fit someone. But if I do meet someone that I enjoy being around, I'm not going to be like, this has to be casual or it's never going to work, mm. you know? That's so true. Like Especially like, obviously like, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know if men have that issue, but I've noticed a lot of women when they get in relationships, they like start like tailoring their life to suit that person. Oh, most definitely. Like they're trying to like fit into that person's life when it should be a merging of both of you yeah. guys together. Like yeah. you should still have your own hobbies, your own friends. Definitely. Yeah. Like you should not. Like I don't know. Yeah, I have a friend, and she's she's moving to. I'm gonna say she's moving to Brazil because you know confidentiality or whatever. <laughs> but uh, her boyfriend lives in Brazil, and she lives here. And she is now moving to Brazil for him. Mm. But her job and his job can be like anywhere. Mm. And she thinks that his friends are her friends and she just hangs out with them and they're a group and stuff. And I know that maybe they all get on. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm not in that relationship, so I don't know. But from an outside looking in, I'm like, you still need to keep your friendship group like we don't really talk to her that much anymore because she's like kind of invested in this relationship which is great and she seems very happy but I kind of think that in your 20s you can't really be that focused on one person and their life like Mm. his his job is where is in Brazil or whatever and his friends are all there whatever so I'm gonna now live with him and be with them and fully immerse myself in their culture when really it's like it has been like three years three four years so that is so all of uni okay that is a bit of a time Especially it is that, a long time yeah in terms of like it is life, but they're not married are they married but no but i'm married. saying i'm saying it's a relationship. that's probably like 
why she's gotten to that point. Do you know what but I mean? But I've got other friends that I've been in a relationship for like seven, eight years big, like, and still live apart from yeah. their partners and stuff and it's fine. No, but what I'm saying is that like the longer you're with someone, the more you kind of... Want to be around them, yeah. yeah. Like, especially like in... Like, I'm not going to lie, long this relationship is not easy. I've done it before. Definitely. Like, yeah. if I can avoid it, I will. Like, yeah. it's actually... It's not that long distance. It's about one hour. One hour. On okay. the train. S- Sorry, uh, <laughs> Brazil. I'm, I'm doing confidentiality. That's a fuck. Yeah, was saying it's the same country. I'm that I was thinking. Okay, it was, that's different. Then. Yeah. If it's a, if she moved an hour away to be with him. That's completely different to Brazil. Yeah. I thought yeah. I was just crossing borders. Yeah, that's it, it was like, borders. I can understand why she wants to Okay, one hour. Okay, that's but okay. She, I'm not going to lie that bad. When she, um, God forbid, if they ever did break up, that's what we were saying. Because all your friends, you've moved for this guy. Like, that's too much for a boyfriend. Yes. Like, what is yes. this? I think that's actually a whole husband. Yeah. I feel like from time, like, that's two becoming one. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Your lives yeah. are one life. Yeah. Like, I think it's very important to have your own life outside relationship and like have other things that make you happy and other sources of joy and stuff. Otherwise, you're literally depending on each other for all your like happiness, mm-hmm. all your banter, everything. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, I was people so claustrophobic and that thing. But I yeah. know people are different. Some people love, thing. yeah, That's I guess it's individual. Some people yeah. might really like relationships. I know some girls that are, will go from relationship to relationship, mm-hmm. which is fine for them. And they like having that guy or whoever mm. like with them all the time but for me i'm like i need to have my my space like i'll hang out with you on the weekend and that's it like don't mess that's with me it. Friday. <laughs> and i'm joking but i'm like <laughs> no, no, it's Friday. Uh, no but I, I know i'm joking but it's like I, I like to have my space with my friends with mm. my family with my boyfriend or whatever yeah. like and by myself so it can't be every 24 7 yeah i guess it's just such an individual thing it, it is just it know yourself subjective. and what you want definitely i guess yeah Oh Lord, I think I don't know. Like I can see why you would want to do it on both sides. In terms of like, I will see why you might want to get in a serious relationship if you mm. do meet someone you like, mm. and I do see why you might just want to be casual and enjoy yourself. Mm. I don't know. Like I don't think there's one set way to live your life in your early twenties. Oh yeah. But I hold the and it's a bit like mad to think. But I hold the view that no one should be in a relationship until they start uni. Really. Yeah. Definitely, most definitely. My mum had this chat. Well, any sort of relationship at all? What in terms mean? of like a romantic, like they shouldn't have a boyfriend until you start uni. Well, in to my be fair, opinion. But then it could just be like, like a, I mean, a non serious boyfriend or like, I don't know. I think that you kind of need to focus. I'm having this chat with my little brother and I'm like, you need to make sure that you have that foundation. Mm going into well he wants to go to uni or whatever even if he doesn't go to uni but make sure you have grades and I sound like a mum like yeah. make sure you have your grades <laughs> yeah, but stuff. you can have grades and bae but, but the thing is I feel like that's the thing he's 16 yeah. and all his friends are starting to have their relationships and start you know doing bits and bobs do you know what I mean but like <laughs> I'm like you don't you really don't need to do that you have the rest of your life to be doing all of that nonsense and to be fair it is a distraction. Exactly. As much as you exactly. want to say it's not a distraction, exactly. it is a distraction. But then it could be a distraction be at uni too. Guys, let's be honest. What's how different? How many relationships, um, like, you know, people start at like 15, 16, how, how many of them end up being long term? I have a friend who literally started yeah, their relationship. How, like, how many? How many? Many? I don't know, I haven't I done a survey. People, <laughs> no, my point I've is that most people are not with the same person they were with at 15 or exactly. 16. You so go to uni, yeah, you get but then you learn from relationships. You do, but I feel like it can you have... You know, what's I the, think what, uni's a stretch. I'm yeah. sorry, uni's he's, he's a stretch. Going, you know, he's going into A levels. Yeah. I think, yeah, fine. College, sit form, 
you can start doing all of that. But I feel like when you're in school, like secondary school, I'm like, you can have your little crush, but a serious, serious relationship, maybe that's what you're saying. Because to me, I'm like, I wouldn't want my little brother selfishly in a serious relationship at 16 because I'm like you haven't grown enough in your life relationships at 16 it can be think about who wants like what what boy wants a girlfriend back in Brighton when he's all the way in Birmingham in uni like I'm gonna like that uni is the port that's that that is the place where you do like then you know start meeting people mingling you want to be free you want to be able to explore see what's out there you don't want to be held back by some girlfriend at home I'm I'm sorry to say I think some people do it though I'm going to break up with my boyfriend because summer's coming. Do you know what I mean? Like You can nah, go uni and instead there's no potentials yeah, and then no, this can't cry, can't this is true. But what I'm saying is that like you kind of limit yourself and it's just, I think it's just too much too early on. Like, yeah. So you're saying even, like, if you met someone who was literally like you felt was perfect in college, you'll be like, oh, I'm going to uni now. We must break up because there's more fish in the I would say we must break up, but I'll be like... But if you're happy, why would you have this? I just would. I said I wouldn't make anything serious. I'd be like, we can we just be, we can be friends. But you met in college. I don't think. I don't feel like. Me personally, I wouldn't make it serious. I'm genuinely being very honest. So you're 16. You wouldn't have lived enough to be like, do you know what? This shouldn't be serious. Do you know what I mean? You're like this person is my base. Do you know what I mean? The way I was at that age, I genuinely don't want anything serious with anybody. Like I don't know. But I don't know whether I say I wouldn't want anything serious. It's just I can't get none. Do you know what I mean? Like I have no man. Move into me. My head space wasn't even in that I was thinking about myself I don't even I don't want to think do you know but what I'm trying to say is to have a hard ban like no dating until uni I think that's extreme well my mum didn't say like no dating I would encourage but she was like I feel like you should wait in terms of having like sexual experiences until you're like at uni and like 18 Mm. like I think that well she thought and to be fair I kind of agree with her I feel like before that age you are quite immature and even when I was like 18 and stuff going into like uni and first year my mindset then and my mindset now is very different so I'm like if I was to be doing like stuff that I'm doing now at that age it might have shaped me in a very very different way it could have been a positive but it also could have been really negative and made me I don't know very like introvert and like not really want to speak to people and stuff because relationships can be hard and you might meet someone that's not very nice and then you're like that's it it puts you off forever but if you're older and you kind of know yourself and you go through something that's rubbish you can pick yourself up a lot better than if you were I like get 16, that. Are we you know speaking I mean? about relationships in general or like proper serious ones? Because I, I was thinking about serious ones. I was thinking of just saying. relationships not, not in general. A casual little Because I feel like at 16, you could be like, oh, I'm in a serious relationship and it all feels serious to you. But then yeah. when you look back, you're like, serious that wasn't serious. Do you know, know what I mean? mean? Yeah. So <laughs> are we talking about sexual relations? Are we talking um, about like. To me, I was thinking about like sexual relations, okay. like doing the most, like traveling with this person, like how we kind of are like now, like being like 22 or whatever. I wouldn't want my little brother going through all of that. And then breaking up in two years time when Mm. he's just about to do his A-levels and messing it all up because, do you know what I mean? Like you've just set yourself up to fail. I'm thinking of like relationships in general because, you know, like when you're younger, I feel like relationships can feel so intense because it's new. Mm. Very true. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like that's when when you say serious relationships, I wasn't thinking of like serious as in like what you was having at 20. I was thinking of like how intense Intense it feels for that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. Okay makes sense so what was your experience having a relationship at a younger age huh yeah 
What? Because I think <laughs> you were in a relationship. You're moving mad. No, <laughs> no, but I feel like a lot of my interests were like stuff he was into rather than things. Wait, what, are we, what are we? What are we? Wait, so what are we? Oh. What did you ask me? I said, did it help you? Did as it help a person, you? or did it like hinder you? I said it helped me because how I, did it help you being in a relationship? If you're telling me, I said the breakup helped. Oh. <laughs> the breakup, but that See, is that's part the of thing, it. Though, the Mo, you're quite helped. a strong person, but I'm talking the the sensitive people, the sensitive young ones, the snowflakes of the generation. Yeah, I see. Got like, like, no, but like, I guess my but question, you're quite strong. My question to you was, do you feel like being in a relationship was helpful for you, or do you feel like? What do you mean by help? Because when I look back, <laughs> you're making like, it seem like it's like I don't, I don't even know what. But I don't like, get what helpful. you mean by helpful. Do you mean when I was yeah, in it, in was it helping my life in terms of my grades and like was my skin flourishing? No, I mean, like, <laughs> now, I mean, like the person that you are, do you see the benefit of having had That's a relationship That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, because yeah. the breakup. Okay, she literally said, "Yeah, my minister had to wait for a breakup." Oh, sorry. She really said, "Yeah, you said God." Answer the question. <laughs> and I was, you know, I was like, well, you're hearing it, but you're not really hearing it. <laughs> That's hear what I mean. Like, like looking back, the breakup was really helpful. Okay, yeah, fair awesome. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you did want like a specific answer? Yeah. No, 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 it's just I genuinely understand where you, what angle you were coming okay, from. Because okay. you were like, you broke up and then that was helpful because you were able to no, see but I think she's, No, but she's saying it in terms of like, it helped her almost find herself because mm. she, in that relationship, was doing everything that he wanted to do. And then afterwards it was like, shit, what do I want to do? Mm. So then she grew from that and was like, I am now Marinake. Yeah. When before and it was Marinake and Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was literally the summer before uni, so I got to uni very strong in who I was as a person. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Well, Where that's th- a good time to do it. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. I'm not going to lie, breakups are mad. Breakups, fuck. Oh, they But the glow, I, but the glow afterwards, lie. like... But I the can't imagine... It takes time. I can't imagine going through a breakup that's like probably making me cry and like I'm heartbroken at like 16, 17. I'd be devastated. Because think about yeah, how like friend, conscious you yeah. are about everything around you. Already. Like, your self-esteem at that level, some people are like very like headstrong and like proper like independent and stuff. But like mm. at that point, I'm not going to lie like your self-esteem, everything, because you care about what everyone thinks. Yeah, like, that's what I'm trying to like protect it's a lot. from. Okay, it's okay, like, I mean, yeah, it can really crush someone and yeah. some people might be able to grow from it like mm. you. But mm. I'm like, my fear is, and probably my mum's fear was, what if you can't grow from it mm. and then you go to university and you don't fully enjoy yeah. because you're now trying to get over this one person that you thought was your life when really there's a lot more to relationships. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I get I get you. Um, so how important do you think the people in your close circle are to determining how your life will be in like say the ten, next ten years or the next twenty years? I feel like they're almost everything, I'd probably say like 90% important. everything in terms of importance. Yeah, okay. definitely. Because I feel like the people around you are the people that push you, the people that motivate you, the people that you confide in and stuff like for advice and everything. Mm. So if I had people around me that weren't like you guys, that weren't like my family and weren't supportive, I feel like I'd be very, very different. Mm. And also in terms of like your interests and stuff, you automatically gravitate towards people that are kind of like-minded, that have similar interests to you and all of that. So I kind of feel like your friends put you on, like you put me on music, you put me on men or whatever. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> yeah. <Everybody say> yeah. <laughs> What is that? 
all these other people really <laughs> no, put me on men. Put me on men. Are men no. really uh, um, topic of interest? You know that one. No, but I know, no, 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 that's not what I mean. But in terms of I like, I meet about. like I meet people through my friends. Oh, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. That makes yeah. So like, my friends will probably the be the ones that will introduce me to people that I mm. potentially date. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I understand what you mean. Yeah? I'm not yeah? the men one. It's talking to my own. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, know, you don't put me on anything. No sweet ones. It's fine. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I, I mean, the people around you, you, you are similar. You pick up the mannerisms mm, of yeah. your friends and all of that. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can't just hang out with just anybody. It's true. Of course. Think about it. Like, if you hang out with a lot of like bum people, who you're gonna be bummy. Like, you're gonna be a bum. Yeah. Literally, mm. there's this saying that says, "I think show me who, show me the people you hang around with, and I'll show you who you are." Yes, because it literally is. You are a combination of people that you hang around with. It mm. is. It didn't all come from my brain. Nope. Do you know what I mean? Literally, yeah. it came from things that I've seen things that I've heard mm-hmm. and then suddenly I'm like oh this is who I am yeah. but in a way I, I am like okay I am who I am or whatever but I am influenced by yeah. the people definitely. around me most definitely we're social creatures so and that's like having people to remind you of who you are and where you lose yourself yeah because yeah. there's been times I've literally been like okay like doubt myself everything then I'll literally yeah. message you guys and you've literally brought me like, back up and I'm like you're right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you literally <laughs> like we've saved all the pictures I remember <laughs> and that like, can recognise when you're off as well like yeah, people that definitely. properly know you so they can mm, literally yeah. like check you and like your like friends that, yeah. that like you guys like friends that pray for you mm. when you're having a bad time exactly. you know what I mean or even a good time yeah. it's not everyday like, popping bottles sometimes do real life sometimes, sometimes have people in. that keep you grounded sometimes stay at home check you spiritually all <laughs> of that no, it's, I think it's so important to have like a good circle of people around you yeah. who are going or are where you want to be in life. Yeah. Because I genuinely feel like your friends can kind of hold you back as well. Definitely. Like in terms of like, if you're always hanging out with people who just like to do the, like the clubbing scene. Yeah. Not, not clubbing is bad, but if you're trying to like, for example, if I'm trying to build a business and I'm always mm. in a club, like when am I going to get the time to build my business? <laughs> you know what well, I mean? <laughs> you can meet people but, in the club. <laughs> it's only for that. It, just, it, depends, it, depends, it depends what type of business it is. Yeah. But I do feel like, your friends should like not like you should be having the exact same goals but like you should have similar goals mm. but you're all kind of passionate about something yeah, yeah. Like, it shouldn't be a distraction be like, or whatever but yeah. we all have our passions yeah. and we're all feeding into that like yeah. you find something that might relate to your other friends you're like I'm going to put you on this or yeah, whatever and this exactly. can help you grow yeah. and I think that's what your supportive circle your inner circle should be it yeah. can't just be people that are like oh you're doing that okay cool and they're not, not going to share anything for you okay, okay cool but then like later on when you're making it it's like hey my friend you won't, you're not happy in the circle nah. you know what I, mean? I don't want all those like is it fair other friends basically I don't want those like just like flimsy friendships like I mm. want proper yeah. friendships that like grow and like make a difference in my life because like do you know what I mean like as we grow older, as we become like proper adults, like we're mm. not gonna have time for like all the extras. Mm. We're gonna need like stable and yeah. and like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like even friends that like I've got friends that I only catch up with them like once a month, but they're still my friends. Yeah, but it's like I'm still thinking about you and everything. Yeah. But we're all just really, really busy. Yeah, but exactly. They're still part. I would still say they're part of my inner circle. Yeah, and I'll be there for them if yeah. they needed anything. Two a.m. in the morning, but yeah. it doesn't mean that I have to be messaging you like yeah. exactly. two seconds. But yeah, yeah. So what's one thing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> silence. No, no, it's not every day. Because like, I know you guys like get on to me when I say stuff about awkward silence. It is very true. But it's not really. Sometimes keep quiet. It was the eye. If if, if anyone could see this, you just lose eyes. 
Like, <laughs> but um, what's one thing you would say that's like currently holding you back in life? Ooh, the fear of failure. That's Ooh. mine as well. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. Literally, like going for it. I'm as trying. We speak. Yeah. But um, just the fear of like vulnerability and not feeling like in control of things. Mm. Yeah. And I'm realizing that like. It's counterintuitive because yeah. in order mm. to be successful, you have to be okay with failing because yeah. that's how you get to the next level. When you're at you the yeah. Mm. But then, yeah, so I'm realising it now. But yeah, the fear of failure, just always wanting to, you know, be good at things and stuff. But yeah. it's a learning process. It is a learning process. Mm. Like trying to be okay with not being okay. Yeah. Mm. Like it's something that I'm just like, ah, ah. It feels so <laughs> it crap. Just, it's yeah. like, ah, it's, it is crap. And you're like, I want to experience new things and everything mm. but I'm also like what if I put in my all into this one thing mm. and then it goes to nothing mm. and then you feel like oh I've wasted my time but really another voice in my head is like it's never a waste of time because you've learned from it but really I'm like oh it's easier said than done because I'm like I really really want to try out new things yeah. and, uh, da, and I just want to enjoy and explore because it is my 20s mm. but I'm also like, I don't want to waste my 20s and I want to make sure that I make the most of it. Exactly. And is it, am I making the most of it I'm doing something that's going to turn to nothing? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. I think the good thing about your 20s is you do have the time to just fail at loads of things. <laughs> I don't want to be failing every but, day. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but from <laughs> failure, you learn so much. Yeah, there's no L, like there's yes. no such thing as L's, it's just this redirections. Is, that's is, a yeah. quote I've like found somewhere. I don't know, but literally like, yeah. From everything you like fail at, you try, yeah. you know, and yeah. you're not going to look back when you're 30 and be like, oh, what if yeah. I did this yeah. sort of thing? Yeah, I think exactly. I'll be what if because I didn't try. Yeah. Mm. More than what if because I failed, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's one thing I'm you're like, I'm black doing, I'm not again. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it is, it is hard because like, you'll be almost, well, for me anyway, I'm like, I'm almost going to do something. And then I'm like, oh, okay maybe I'll try again next week. And it's yeah. like, oh, like, if you just do it <laughs> yeah. and experience it, it'll be fine. And I found in all the things I've just been like, thrown myself into, I've actually really enjoyed, even mm. if they haven't gone exactly how I've planned. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, bigger things than that. Mm. Like, um, like, I agree with what you guys were saying. Um, I don't know, like... I feel like your 20s are, like, yeah, definitely, like, obviously it's good to, like, fail and, like, try different things. Mm. Very important. But I do also feel like um, there's a difference between, like, having a life in your 30s and starting a life in your 30s in terms of, like, the things that, like, you didn't sort out or the things you didn't work at then trying to like fix everything and like sort everything out by like by the time you're 30 like I feel like I don't know if I'm different I'm, I'm confused. Sense. <laughs> I'm confused you know how like for example like oh yeah let me just you know go with the flow do all these like part-time jobs like that pay minimum wage uh-huh. like you know maybe like take a yoga class and like just figure myself out for years but it's, like, not getting you anywhere in terms yeah, of, like, okay, your, like you where mean. you actually want to what, be. What, in 20s are you talking in about? In your 20s, okay. yeah. So my point is that, like, say, for example, if someone's, like, just, you know, doing all these part-time jobs that are not getting you close to where... It's nothing yeah. to do with what you actually yeah. want to yeah. do with your life. But you're just kind of you're doing not, it just because... You're not interning, you're not volunteering, you're nothing to do with what you actually want. yeah. Like, and then you reach there and you're like, oh shit, like, I have to just... Yeah. Wait, how long have these jobs been going on for? For 10 no, years. Okay. Funnily enough, <laughs> for a decade. The book I was, the book actually, like, gives examples of this. Like, it happens a lot more than you think. But yeah. it's like, 28-year-old was just doing, like, part-time jobs here and there. Mm. 
not really going anywhere with her career. I can't remember exactly what she studied to become. Mm-hmm. But basically, she wasn't following her, <clears throat> you know, like her passion. And it's yeah. like, at what point then do you think like, oh, let me actually start trying something and start yeah. like working towards something, even if it's anything. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're not doing anything, like how do you expect to even get to where you want to be? I think yeah. like even if you are not physically like in the place you want to be mm. and you don't know what you want to do, you should be making steps to find that out. Yeah. Because like yeah. some people leave uni, do a dream, but like, I didn't like that. What do I want to do when they're lost? So they mm. may then go into part-time work. But then what are you doing to try to find it out? Mm. Are you like trying yeah. to arrange internships? Are you going to networking events? Do you know what I mean? There's nothing yeah. wrong yeah. with where you are, but mm. where is your mind? Where exactly. are you looking to? Yeah. If you're literally just wantless to be like, oh, I'll stay yeah. here forever, then... Yeah. What Especially you if you've yeah. already got some, something in your mind mm. of where you want to be. Mm. I think that's kind of counterproductive, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if it's something where you're like, I literally have no idea what I want to be in life and you're just kind of doing odd jobs, mm. then in a way I'm kind of like, I can understand why you're just doing odd jobs because you don't know. But I feel like everyone, everyone kind of does know. Mm. You kind of like, you know where what kind of field you'd quite like to be in, but you're not sure what exactly it is. Mm. And then I think then you can start to explore in whatever field it is, ways that you want Mm. to do. But I don't think that anyone can just sit down and be like, okay, I'm just going to like work at this like local bakery all my life, but I hate bread. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a bit dramatic. weird. Okay. Nah, do you know what I mean? Like, nah, I, I, don't, I don't like baked goods. Yeah. I don't like baking. Mm, I don't yeah. like customers or whatever. But I'm gonna just stay in this job. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's if you true. do like bread and making bread, mm. you know, then yeah, I think that's fine. Just working in a five pound an hour job, whatever. Even if you're not making that much money, it's kind of like in the field that you want to be exactly. in. Exactly. It's like gaining I mean? experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's like with uni, people like rush to go to uni, don't mm. agree they don't like, but sometimes it's worth just taking a gap gear to work out what you do want to do. So exactly. the degree you yeah. do actually yeah. matches what yeah. you want to yeah. go into. Yeah. It'll be such a waste of money. I like, I hate hearing people that have finished their degree and they're like, or finishing their degree mm. and they're like, I hate it. This is rubbish. I just want it to be over. And I'm like... Did you really research what you're going to study? Did, why like, did you like? I know that you can change. Everyone can change their mm-hmm. mind and stuff. But I'm like to the point that you hate but how it. How did you get to third year? How did you, you get to third year and doing. you still hate it? Like because so many people mind. can change the degree like first halfway year. through, like first year yeah, exactly. or second year or whatever. So why is it that you've now decided to finish this degree that you hate and now you're not going to use it? Yeah. That's your money. Exactly. So like. What are you doing? People, I think we just like to waste their time. People like to waste their time and to waste their money. And there's also parents' pressure as well. It's parents', parents pressure yeah, is, We yeah. want to appear to be doing something. So I may not know what I'm doing, but I'm in uni, so I'm doing something. But like, <laughs> Yeah, but if you're going to be in uni and you're doing a degree that you hate, you might as well network then. If you're not going to use the degree, use your voice. <laughs> use your voice. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember this cute. guy who studied medicine. Yeah. But he hated it. Fair medicine is the worst like, degree to do. Like, I love it and it's hard let it if I hated it. it he actually hated it because it's not what it's like on TV yeah it's not Grey's Anatomy and it's your whole life as well yeah but you know how like, his parents were Nigerian obviously you know how every Nigerian wants a doctor child screw screw it's not ah! by force <laughs> it's really not my force medicine isn't like, for it's everyone not, you please. can't do medicine by force but like, to be fair he could have graduated you could do so many things with a degree that aren't actually being a clinician so. that's true yeah but yeah, I just want people to Where's he now in life? Just like curiosity. I don't yeah. even know. Last oh. I heard, he was sleeping in the library because he couldn't go back home. Wait, <laughs> what? What? Hello. What? Where was this? We used to get like some help. Yeah, what do you mean sleeping in? Because he what? couldn't go Did home. Did he not have friends? Huh? Did he not have friends? 
I don't remember. It's, I've heard this, this story I heard like probably like a year or... I hope it's better. Sad, we'll do night vigil for you. Yeah, Honestly, that is really sad. sad. I feel mm. like parents should never put that much pressure on their child that they mm. feel like, one, they have to sleep in a library because they don't feel like they can home, come home, but also yeah. they have to finish this thing that they hate because mm. now, look at him. I don't know where he is, mm. but I hope he's doing well. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. I actually yeah, hate stories like that. Man. I yeah. hate stories like that. It it's really sad. breaks my heart. Like I think that's why I'm like I'm so happy. Like my mom never ever like forced me to do anything. Mm. Yeah. Like, she was always like, "What? What do your interests lie in? Like, what yeah. do you think is the best way to like, you know, make money in terms of mm. like being financially stable for yourself?" Yeah. yeah. And we really just sat down and we talked about like different options and stuff. Mm. Like that. that's how I could be like, "Cool, I'll study nursing because mm. you can work anywhere in the world." Mm-hmm. And you know, like, there's so many different ways you can go with nursing. Like, you're not restricted to one thing. And I've always enjoyed science, so that's really how I came into studying yeah. nursing. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got no other options. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, I mean, obviously, I know. Like, I don't want to. Um, be a nurse for the rest of my life like yeah. I'm sure of that mm-hmm. like, yeah. I actually want to work for myself um, and go into like um, do I want to be here talking about this no that's alright let's let's not talk about this today we'll leave that for another okay. podcast because okay. I could really go on okay. <laughs> but um, I think for me what's de- definitely holding me back is consistency mm. in terms of like you start something and then midway you kind of give up or like yeah. you don't do it regularly enough mm. and I like I noticed that like with a few things in my life that I'm like I should have achieved this by now like what am I doing mm. like even like obviously I'm doing like a bible plan yeah <laughs> and it's hard every day to sit down and like read because it is actually quite a lot of the bible you're reading through because I read the whole bible mm. so like I find it hard to like sit down and actually like read through like what I'm trying to read for the yeah. day sometimes so I kind of like skip days and before mm. you know it, a whole week has been skipped and it's like wow man <laughs> it's like, god I said you know I was like I, I genuinely feel so bad yeah. yeah but um yeah and it's like I've been trying to like reach a certain date in my bible plan yeah and I'm just like I'm not even anywhere near and we're in June and that's why I like my spring goals because I have yeah. 90 day resolutions mm. yeah so that sucks definitely um, and then also, like, with my weight loss as well. Like, you don't understand how many times I'll start, like, losing weight, lose a little bit, get comfortable again. Yeah. And go back to the what I was before and even more. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing here, Lou? Like, come yeah. on, you're really going to be a big, big woman this year. Like, why have you not achieved what you're trying to achieve yet? Yeah, but it's hard. It is. Food it's hard. is good. Food like... is good. And weight loss is hard. People don't, I think like... my body loves... Like, food not even food but it loves holding on to weight yeah so I'm, my body's very good at getting to a certain weight and it doesn't want to change yeah so even when it starts to change I'm like okay cool I'm alright I'm alright I can carry on but you yeah. I genuinely cannot eat like everyone else I have yeah. to like carry on eating the way I was eating even in my diet like I can't yeah I can't I struggle so much with it like it's mm. not even like I see my friends like just eat like takeaways every day and like just do everything they don't go to the gym and I'm here I'm just struggling in the gym yeah. to lose a simple <laughs> I genuinely have to restrict my like eating so much. Like yeah. you even see when you go into my fridge, there's belly like the food I mean is like I'm not even I only have certain food groups I'm even like focusing on. Yeah. Because it's 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 out it's hard out here. Yeah. But yeah. 
It's all right. But consistency is key. That's the thing about life. Like, whatever you're doing, do it every day. Mm, so, yeah. which is why with this gym thing, I've like, been trying to go, like, almost every day if I can. Have you got other people, like, around you? Like, my cousins do this thing of checking in and checking out. Like on Instagram, I don't know if it's an American thing, <laughs> but they like they Instagram story whatever them going to the gym, oh, and it's okay. like check in, and then they tag all their friends and stuff that also go to the gym and stuff. Oh, so it kind of motivates them all okay. to oh, go to the gym, one. and then it's like check out, and then it's like check in, check out, or whatever. Yeah. And I see them doing it like quite a lot. When before my cousin like didn't really gym all that much, but now he's looking good. Oh. And all his like there's probably about like ten of them, like ten of his boys that all like do this whole check in, check out thing. Oh. And like it motivates them to go. I don't know. It's just that's quite Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you say? When did they come into visit? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, American as well. Oh my God. Like American is like something else. Like. They they are very attractive, like his friends and stuff. Ooh, can you um link us up? If you won't even put me on. Move to America, let's go. Put you on. No. But they're they use like really like little cousins. Are they, are they like our cousin. age or like older? No, they're older. Like how not much that older? much older. He is, I think it's like twenty five, twenty six. That's peak age. It's a That's good perfect. age. It's a perfect age. Not not immature, but not uncool. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Like they're looking good. It's a and fine they're going line. Hey. But yeah, no. I think it is. It's good to have like like we we're saying like in your mm. circle and stuff. Like people are there like motivating you, mm. like to get to that goal like That's they all want one. to like lose weight some of them some of them want to tone up and that but yeah. they're like slowly showing their results mm. and they're not doing the whole like catfish of like doing the whole bum pose or whatever ah! it's like literally like <laughs> I have gone do you know what I mean mm. <laughs> well but you know how it is you, do, you know what I'm saying just, yeah but like they're doing <laughs> no but they do like yeah, what just and just did <laughs> they do the before and afters yeah. and even though it's not looking like snatched like Kim Kardashian mm. but it's like they're our results coming and yeah. everyone's kind of motivating each other and it's not even just your circle mm. because it's on your story yeah. there's people replying to it being wow. like oh well done keep going like Aww. I love this do you know what I mean that's, that's so really I was like good. I want to do that but my, my body's not looking all that great and I'm not that <laughs> confident but you know one day yeah. it'll come that's good <laughs> your buds are looking that great what is this girl talking it's, about it's not looking that great yeah no why what happened yeah you're in tight shorts peace just putting herself in the mirror today like yeah. <laughs> looking no I, I like wearing like these like baggy tops now because i feel like like obviously you hide everything <laughs> yeah it does but i feel like the way that your friends and everyone else see you is different to how you see yourself mm, so definitely. i look at this, myself in the mirror and i'm like okay it looks all right mm. but it can be a million times better. Yeah. But you need to keep going to the gym and doing this and eating right and stuff. And I'm like, mm, but I can't be bothered for that. So I'll just wear a T-shirt. Tight shorts <laughs> are fine, because, you know, but I wear a T-shirt over it. So how can you make your 20s count? Um, how would you guys recommend making the most of your 20s? Veronica? Um... I think just doing what you love to do. Mm. Sort of thing, working out what you like to do, trying new things. Yeah, just, I think we, in your 20s, you can feel like you're really busy mm. and that you have no time for things, but you're only ever going to get busier. Yeah. So just make sure you make time to do things that you enjoy and like keep up with your friends and mm. just build strong relationships because the older you get, again, it's going to be harder to create relationships and keep them. Yeah. That's a good one. You know, I had that in my list as well. It's yeah. a really good one. How are you, Gemma? What do you think? I think probably taking opportunities mm. because that opportunity might pass and never come again. 
So if someone offers me something, and even if it's something that I'm like, oh God, I don't even know if I'm like made for that or whatever. I'm like, no, I want to try it and see what happens. Like, yeah, I think taking opportunities is a big one. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can easily bounce back and we're still young. So even if it's not what you feel like is that great or whatever, you can always do something else. So. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I, I thought, um, stop comparing yourself. So in terms of like, just because like you see people having it all together by mm-hmm. now doesn't mean like that's what's really happening. Like you don't know what's happening behind. It might seem like they called, they bought a new car, but they're struggling to pay their rent. You see what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You know what I mean? Or well, they're in a relationship, but they're really getting hit. Oh my God. Did you guys see that video? <laughs> That's no. <laughs> that was really intense. That's really intense. But look it up. I think she's like, oh, I, I got flowers. Today. I got flowers. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that okay. video. But I'm do like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems yeah. nice. Like, oh yeah, I got flowers, but you've mm. been getting hit. Like, yeah. Not to it's make the way of, that you said it like yeah. that, Lou. No, <laughs> like, but not to make fun of domestic violence. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's true. Like, you never know what things are really like. Yeah, but yeah, no. And then I also said like, save money. So don't get into debt trying to keep up with everyone else. Oh yeah. Denny Balenciaga's. <laughs> what else is what else is up to date? What do people enjoy? What do you mean? What 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 do people buy? You don't need that twenty inch roof. Uh, trips to Bali. <laughs> no, it's Santorini all right. You, you, you can't Santorini. exactly. If you can't afford it, don't go. It's not every day. It's Sometimes all right. Save your money. There's pictures at home. It's not every day going out to eat. You know <laughs> that triggers me. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, I was even looking at you. <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know, I was like, I didn't even mean it for you, but I was like, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. it's okay. It actually applies. There's to rice you. at home. There's yeah. rice at home. There is genuine yeah. rice at home. Like it's the best time to save as well. If you live with your parents, why not save? Like, mm. Yeah. And then I also think um, creating daily routines and like habits. Mm. So like, obviously like the things you do every day add up to what you become in life. So if yeah. like if you go gym all every day, obviously you're going to have a better body. Like, all these little, little yeah. things. Like if you read every day, you're going to have a more, yeah. you know, enlightened and intellectual mind. So I do think it's like the time to like challenge yourself, practice, practice self-discipline, Mm. reflect on your life as well like oh yeah um, i love a good reflection yeah i love i love a good reflection Mm. yeah how how do you reflect like when you i think about how i was six months ago Mm. i think a six month is a good time of change if that makes sense yeah but i'll like i'll sit down sitting not standing i'll sit and i'll just think you know what have i achieved or what was I like before that I feel like is different now? And a lot of the times it actually is quite positive. And then I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is great. Or, mm. or when I have like, I think we said this in our last like little chat and podcast that when you have like a bad week or whatever, like sitting down and just reflecting like, okay, it's gone badly, mm. but what can I learn from it? Yeah. But yeah, no, I love, I love to reflect on where I've come and <clears throat> like how far I've come because that motivates me to be like okay I don't even know what's going to come next but I know it's going to be good yeah but yeah that's good definitely how about you Mo? how do you reflect um I reflect whenever I feel a strong emotion so like if I'm really upset about something or really angry I'll like kind of work out like okay where's this feeling come from what's actually triggers me because mm. sometimes someone will do something and it's not the action it's what like represents and like that I don't know if I'm making sense but um yeah just reflect on any strong emotions that I find, like where they've come from, sort yeah. of thing, mm. how I can respond better in the future. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I just like, I think a lot from my, 
a lot of my reflections, I get gratitude because there'll be things I'm upset about and then be like, actually, yes, this is a bad situation, but like, I'm so grateful for this, this and this. And then at the end mm. of the reflection, I'll be like, okay, yeah, it's not too bad. And yeah. yeah. And then I'll be confident enough to like move forward from yeah. that stuff. But never reflect and be like, not. it's not even a reflection. I don't think reflections are being like, but it could be worse though. But remember when it was shit, so it's fine. Like, mm. you'll let your bad day be your bad yeah. day yeah. and experience that emotion mm. and go for it in your head and be like, okay, this is like, like what you're saying. Mm. Like, go for it and be like, hey, why is it that I'm feeling this way? Mm. Like, I had it before with, um, like, my grandma, like, passed and I was really, really angry at my parents. And I was like, am I really angry at my parents or am I angry about something else? I'm not going to make it too deep, whatever. Mm. And I'm like... Do you know what? Like, it is a lot easier to be mad and sad on things that aren't even, like, related to the real cause of, like, why you're feeling hurt. Mm. So then once you actually, like, address it, like you're saying, it's a lot easier to get almost that closure and then that growth. Mm. And then you can start learning from it and be like, okay, so how am I now going to go forward from this? And I think that's a nice way of, yeah, exactly. like you're saying, reflecting. And through doing that, I realised my part's playing the situation. Yeah. Because my initial reaction is that like, I'm victim. Yeah. Everyone else is wrong. Like, oh my God, you guys are moving mad. <laughs> Literally. And it's like, really? Are they though? Literally. Like... Sometimes I realise that like, I'm Renica, actually, you were moving mad. Yeah. Else. And then I'll apologise for things. I and love yeah. apologising now. Not love it. <laughs> like, I don't but it's like you can see the relationship grow after see... you apologise. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. Like, seeing great. where you've gone wrong mm. and it's okay to make mistakes and Definitely. you are in the wrong yeah it's a lot like he's be like nah i'm always right but like your pride <laughs> will get ahead of you you're like yeah. whatever but i think that it is good to be like okay i might be feeling this way but my reaction could have also hurt someone mm. so let me say sorry for that and then we can speak about why i feel that way mm. why you feel this way or whatever if it's between two people or whatever then yeah that's a good one thank you do you guys have anything else to say about um, making the most of your 20s or like your experiences during your 20s? Talk to your parents. Yes. Talk to your family. Make time. Yeah, make time for family. Mm. Like you can be at uni and yeah. like you're focusing on friends and stuff, but yeah. don't forget your family at home. Yeah, Answer your mum's calls. Like yeah. check up on your brothers and sisters. Like, yeah, yeah go home for events. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's, go to auntie's party. Yeah, even go to grandma's you barbecue. Who, yeah. Like, <laughs> even if like, you don't like them, just make time for them. Make time for them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really appreciating living at home at the moment because I feel like my relationship, my parents are like the strongest. Mm. And as much as I'm like, oh my God, my parents can be really annoying. Oh, like but I actually do respect them a lot more than how I respected them when I was like younger mm. and I feel like they also respect me and I feel like in an African home you're like oh my god parents don't have respect or whatever but I feel like <laughs> a lot of us feel like there's only one way to like speak yeah. to your parents and if they don't respond in that way then you're like my parents are dickheads but really it's like they're <laughs> <Wow>. not <laughs> but you know what I mean though I feel like a lot of people maybe it's just what I read or whatever because I'll be scrolling through Twitter and people will be talking about African parents this and mm. African parents that but I'm like you do realise that African parents are still human beings. And also, you know your like, parents. Yeah. So you should know how to communicate. You should or, know like, how work to communicate with them. Yeah, it's work not every day slander to... them on the timeline. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, you're really bitching about your parents, like, publicly. Mm. I don't understand that, but whatever. But I really think that you should take time to actually talk to your parents mm. and your parents to get to know you and mm. stop lying to them. Like, stop acting like you're something that you're mm. not. Like, I enjoy now just being like, 
this is how I was on the weekend, parents. Like, not like completely, but I'll let them mm. know, like, this is w- what the tea is. Or yeah. I had this argument with a friend. Like, what do you think? Or whatever. Mm. Then acting like everything's fine. And like, my relationships are great. And my grades are fine. And my job is fantastic. And mm. I've got all my shit together. Be proud of me. When really it's like, they're always going to be proud of you, even if you fuck up. That's the thing. Like, no one will love you as much as your parents. Exactly. Like, I'll go home sometimes and look at my mum and be like, you actually love me so much. Yeah. Like, the thing she does to me, I'm the just thing, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Nah, I think spend time with parents them. are definitely a valuable resource because mm. they've been through everything. Like, they've been through it. You there's don't nothing, realize how much they've been you, through. Exactly, like because you, you don't ask, you don't. You talk don't to ask. Them. That's the thing. I'm like, you guys <laughs> really haven't asked your parents questions because when you actually ask, they will let you know. Mm. Obviously, in the right situation, don't yeah. ask in front of that one auntie that your mum doesn't <laughs> like. <laughs> but like, sit down with your mum, take her out for dinner, yeah. have an actual chat with her, have those DMCs that you have with all your mates and stuff, mm. and like get to know them because. They are they are people yeah. and you kind of forget that. Like your parents can have tough days and you forget mm, that. Mm. You forget that your parents can be anxious. They can be depressed. So you sit in there like, I'm depressed and my parents don't feel anything and they're fucking shit. But it's like, but but your mum's depressed mm. and she has been for the past yeah. 20 years, but you haven't checked in on her. But you're saying my parents don't check on me, but do you check in on your parents? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that all these people are kind of like average. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're just good-looking, Who would you say in the house humans? is actually above average? Because, obviously, Love Island is supposed to be, like, the best of the best. In terms of, like, looks. Like, they don't yeah, just put the thing, other though. people in that's the house. That's the thing, though. It's, a, it's a very shallow, Island... vain house, let's be honest. Yeah, but we're saying this now. Like, oh, my God, Love Island used to be this, and now everyone's really shit. And then before that, it's, oh, it's not realistic. All the people don't look like real people. This isn't fair. Like, people have to have a certain body I feel type like they to be just on go it. For certain and now they went for, time, yeah. yeah, now they went for normal-looking people, and it's like, they're all fucking collapsed. No, <laughs> we're all the painting. You're never going to be happy. No, but it's not even only just that. Not... They're not just okay. There's a few good looking people there. I'm saying that it's not even just the looks. It's like they're boring as well this year. Only let's be honest. Only Amber's really giving me. To be fair, it is know, quite early on. It is very they're early just on. They're just kind of finding their bearings. Only three days on, in. Yeah. And why they have so many blondes on the show as well? Because like, everyone likes blonde hair. But then have guys that like other colours of like what is this? <laughs> oh my god! This is the thing. You guys don't realise that this we is want a show diversity. For... Oh my god! <laughs> so where are the Asians then? But that's what we're no saying. One's diversity in general. Yeah, I know, but no one's really screaming. Maybe they just have one black guy, one black girl, and then that's it. <laughs> but and if you actually mixed... look at like the the percentage of where's like, the black curvy people, girl? What's her name? The tall one? No, she's not curvy. She's that, curvy. No, that's not curves. Okay, no. well, that's what you're saying though. You're she like, like that everyone has to be like looking good, looking good or whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, people will do like curvy girls or whatever. <laughs> but all your models, you want people to be like, look, snatched waist and big bums and Botox face or whatever, because that's what everyone wanted to see. But now it's like, oh, actually, where's the curvy girl? Where's this? Where are the people that are ugly? Wait, curvy like, doesn't mean you're ugly. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that at all. Please, please, please. Don't, don't get it. Don't, don't, Do you know what? Get, like, I just twisted. want, I just want, the thing is, I want there to be a few average people. But people are good looking there. That's what I don't get. A few good looking people, but there's barely any. Like, it's not worth watching now. Like, I feel like, People okay, yes, <laughs> <laughs> he is very beautiful to me. Who? Like Be- I feel Be- like Anton, subject- Anton, Anton is one. Yeah. I say Michael, so, Michael, Michael. There is someone right. who thinks. See, I don't, I don't, I don't think that Michael was but, my type, but I think that he's not my type on paper. But he might actually be really nice. <laughs> but do you not think that like? I think all the, the general, really the general public, as in us, that's watching the Twitter people. 
that's like that's the that's the audience. So that she catered to us. Like, like give us what we want. No, How because they, that's that's the thing. You, I feel like people just don't even know what they want at this point <laughs> because. When it was really good looking people, yeah. everyone was complaining. Like, I've been watching this since it would came. Actually, no, I didn't watch the first Day season. one. Love but Island. since, yeah, like, I've been watching it for time yeah. since, like, uni. And everyone would be complaining about all these good looking people. And it's like, no one looks normal. Like, oh my God, like, no one looks like that in real life. Love Island. But this is entertainment at the end of the day. No one wants to just watch people that are just basic. Mm. And now they've brought in kind of basic, kind of good looking people or whatever. And now it's like, they're all ugly. <laughs> where are the curvy people and then the curvy person comes and doesn't get picked and then everyone's like why isn't the curvy person getting picked there's Is no she curvy, curvy person curvy, let's be okay, honest okay she's not that curvy fair enough she's but not. it's like she's still like you can't, I heard there's meant to be a plus size person and there's no one plus size okay there. but that's the thing it's like the amount of people that like it might be controversial but you're going to keep on putting all this things trying to make point, it all yeah, yeah. yeah and then once it all comes together it's no longer going to be Love Island it's going to be Like Island because no one's going <laughs> to actually get on like that we're but all yeah. going to be friends because at the moment it feels like everyone's just mates Yolanda is, is a beautiful beautiful person yeah. so it's like it's not like it's your looks I just feel like you just need to talk like how everyone she else is talking but if and also like, like they girls. did that thing it's, it's not that i think it doesn't matter what she I does I don't, I don't i don't know maybe she, I, I don't really think it's because she's a black girl it, i think like, she's a beautiful but black girl personal dating but i feel like that yeah be, yeah, you know yeah i, mean? I feel like yeah their preferences aren't really black women blonde, yeah woman. but that's the thing they're like blonde girls or whatever but there's still going to be someone for you one day in that show out of the show whatever she's not going to never find love yeah so yeah, like, people need to general. stop getting so pained by the fact that she hasn't been picked in the per- first like but i think few it's days. a humiliation a attached theme. to it on national tv theme. and what it says but okay the desirability of black girls exactly. that I, mean? I understand what you mean but at the end of the day i'm kind of like what did you expect it's love island i guess oh well like it's okay. not gonna change we move Okay. <laughs> it's not by force it's really not by force I don't think she's on there for love let's be honest everyone's on there for a holiday <laughs> and a deal for flat tummy tea that's true and true. pretty little thing probably and pretty little yeah. thing and all of that so really like people acting like it's really proper love then go on to plenty of fish <laughs> stop <laughs> tinder exists <laughs> There's, there's people oh, for Yolanda there I'm so done. it's alright and on that note we're going to have to close this podcast thank you guys so much for coming on thanks Liam you guys enjoyed it yeah, yeah it's been fun. fun yeah yeah Alrighty, thanks you guys, thanks. You guys any, have anything you want to plug nah nah no no social media nothing no, sorry. I mean, you could follow me, but you have to request it. So. Okay. <laughs> it's antisocial aunties. <laughs> anyway, um, follow me on Level Up with Lou on Instagram. And if you have anything you want to say, message me on levelupwithlou at gmail.com. Um, hope you guys have a wonderful week. And yeah, I'll catch you guys next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Tryna flip these pounds That's sheen in a machine, yeah These things wanna know what the use about Fresh white top and a brand new Gucci pouch Shoebox money and Coots accounts If you don't invest